Hello, and thank you for joining us. My name is Jason Economu. I am the Government Affairs Director for the Realtors Association of Maui. And today I am joined by Councilmember Yukile Sugimura, who represents Upcountry Maui. Councilmember Sugimura, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I, um, I look forward to working with you in, in, in the future, and I appreciate this um, interview. So let's go for it. Yes. Um, just to, to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about your campaign, your, your history as a council member, and why you're running for re-election? Oh, sure. So I am in my third term as a council member, but I consider this, Jason, my life journey, as I have worked in the political realm, oh, a whole lifetime, I call it, for, with U.S. Senators um, Dan Inouye, Se Senator Akaka and Hirono. I was their paid staffer for as a Maui representative. But through the years, um, probably the most influenced by Senator Inouye, um, I did a lot of constituency work and I helped a lot of veterans. And they really taught me, all three senators, uh, really taught me about helping people and trying to um, really solve problems through the bureaucratic realm of government. So this is a life journey for me and I'm running for my fourth term. I am um, married with a husband. I have one husband my whole life. He's a, my biggest supporter. Um, he takes care of my finances and we have a really um, kind of a, a good team of people helping me, including this is how long I've been you know, friends with people on this island. I always consider myself a long-termer. My best friend is um, my best friend from kindergarten, and she also helps me with my campaign, along with my high school friends. If you ever saw us, what we call our EC meetings, um, it looks like we're having a high school chat session with all my friends. So I'm very fortunate um, to do this work, and I, I look forward to continuing it. So thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, council member, as you are well aware, because I, I bring it up every time I testify, the Realtors Association of Maui is the largest trade association in Maui County. We boast roughly 2,000 realtor members, uh, a little over 100 affiliate companies that are that are members with us as well. And so by extension, we are concerned with our members, their employees, and their families, basically all the issues that impact the RAM community. Uh, mm -hmm. Considering the RAM community, um, why should that community in particular vote for you? Because you help us achieve one of my primary focus, which is um, um, the same is same leave site changes you made may not be saved. Oh, that's not us. Oh, okay, cancel. Sorry. It's okay. Are you trying to cancel me now? Um, but anyway, I, I will tell you that um, the work that I do as a council member, um, our primary objective, as you hear us, all of us have said that um, housing for affordable housing for working families, right? And how that happens is through partnerships uh, with your members. And if you didn't, we didn't have your members, we wouldn't be able to, you know, get those homes sold and get. Um, eligible, qualified working families in those homes. Um, I always say that when Jason Economu appears to talk to the council members, it always is with a layer of reality that you, that you talk to us because you know the challenges in the community as well as um, you understand your industry. So our relationship is very, very important um, for me in order to achieve what is one of 
my primary goals, which is to um, get working families into homes and for it to be affordable rentals, not only sale, because I know everybody talks about selling, but there's also a big need for affordable rentals. And um, I stand behind that. And I stand behind the work that your realtors do because um, you make it possible for um, a balance in the community that I think is, is critical. Excellent. And, and to speak to that, I want to mention, um, you are, are one of the, the most responsive council members to, to input, in my opinion, um, especially when it's, when it's you know, realtor input. Um, you, you really do take into account what our reports are, uh, what our statistics are saying, what our analysis is. Uh, and, and, you know, you do that with, with pretty much all of the, the, the groups that have specialized knowledge. And that is highly valued and appreciated. So, so thank you for that. Um, it you. is hard to not be listened to. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, you mentioned housing as one of your, your top priorities, along with much of the council. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've been in this housing crisis for a long time, and I've been asking all of the candidates, you know, first, what is your opinion of what the causes of this housing crisis are? And what policies or, or changes do you support in order to, to get us past this housing crisis? So I, be, I believe that the reason why we're in this housing crisis is that the council has a lot uh, to play for that. As we have, um, uh, we have control over um, land use um, decisions, as well as when um, developers come before us, that um, the council can add on conditions to um, to the to the different projects, right? For whatever reason, and as well as some of them have built in. Um, um, conditions like with the 201H projects and, you know, that the de developer could ask for um, um, conditions to lower the costs. But I believe that, I believe that council seems to think that it's like their power to add things to development projects when it comes forward. And to me, that's very, very costly. And what it has cost us are projects not being built. Um, or projects not being approved, as you just saw this week, where the council did not approve the Halewai Puilani, uh, Puilani uh, project in Kihei. 28 affordable homes, right? 100% affordable because the neighbors were complaining about flooding and different problems. Um, and, you know, Jason, I don't mean to be rude, but a lot of those people that complained didn't look like they, they were from here. They found housing in the neighborhood, and that's fine, but you cannot be NIMBYs, right? Um, I, I believe that it's a responsibility of everybody to live in a community and to be part of it. Um, I can't tell you, growing, being born and raised here, there are things that, you know, our family endured, but it was just part of being, you know, part of the community. It was, and it was our decision to participate or not. And, um, but why we have this problem, going back to your original question, is um, because when developers come before us, because we're talking about affordable housing, so they come before us, and um, um, there are things that the council would add on, which I think we should not add conditions on to make things more expensive, right? So to say you're going to vote in favor of an affordable, affordable project, but you add on so many conditions that it makes it almost impossible for the developer to, to um, comply, 
then that's speaking from both sides of your, you know, both sides, forked tongue, right? Both sides of your mouth. It, it, um, we must purely um, appreciate, I always say, the developers who take the years to bring a project before us. And by that time, they've had community meetings. There's always going to be people who don't like it. And those are the ones that come before us and they grumble. So um, do we have the courage as council members to vote what we think is right and to understand that maybe, you know, the developer did all they could for solutions and the county needs to step in. So there's there's responsibility, uh, you know, um, great responsibility that I think we have as well as, you know, there's the state, state land use. I mean, it's not only the council, but um, really the buck stops here, I believe. And you bring up that, that Kihei project. Um, and, and I gotta tell you, your, your comments, your remarks on it and, and council member Kama's remarks um, were really powerful. Uh, Ram Ram didn't take a position regarding that specific project, but but Councilmember Kama pointing out, um, and you and, and Alice Lee pointing out that that these are just going to become market rate homes. Homes yes. will still be built there. It's just they won't be affordable uh -huh. opportunities. Yes. Um, and and yeah, it was compelling, and that was a difficult vote. And um, and you know, I agree with I agree with the positions that you you took. So. So thank you for for having the um, the courage to take an unpopular position, um, but but yeah, moving on, <laughs> we're getting a little sidetracked. I just love talking to you. Um, one of the other top concerns and, and the top issues for this election cycle are, is is similar to past elections, which is tourism. Um, specifically, it is concerns over an over reliance on tourism as our economic driver. There have been a lot of calls for several years now for uh, increased focus on economic diversification. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're limited as a legislator to, to getting economic diversification off the ground. But um, what policies do you support to, to push for economic diversification? And what industries do you, do you see that diversification happening in? So um, one of the things that we can do, right, um, because we're limited, is to support um, organizations that do support economic diversification. And an organization that I have always supported, which is Maui Economic Development Board, are doing the SEDS, um, and they're, they're completing it, which is a study um, asked of them by um, the federal government um, to find out what is the community saying and what is needed. So that is huge, because what the final report will end up doing is being a document to go after federal funding, right? So there's this partnership that can happen with right planning and um, and uh, participation. So I participated in their community meetings and they did throughout the whole county. Um, and you can never talk to people enough, right? People will always say, oh, but I didn't know about it. Well, you can only try as much as you can do, but I do know that the uh, Maui Economic Development Board did a great job in terms of um, gathering data and talking to all different industries to, to, to do exactly what you're talking about. So I believe that as a council and a community that we need to support organizations like that, that, that reach into the community and, and do things like that to help us diversify. Because Jason, there's only a certain amount of money that we can put out there, which is what the council can do by supporting nonprofits or different organizations to take us to the next steps. But 
on a bigger stroke, there are organizations like the Maui Economic Development Board, which, which can actually take the SEDS, the next step um, that um, the council is asking them to do is to put it, help put it in, into action, help put into the hands of those organizations that can make um, um, decisions based upon what the SEDS report says, because that's what the community says. And I think they do this every six years. Um, they update it. Um, one of my passions because of my access to your task force is to um, to create an industry with the um, venison or whatever we can, you know, from the overabundance of this wild um, 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 feral animals that are um, that's amongst us. And right now, I believe that the task force help um, open doors. So we're gradually starting to do things. So we're taking steps forward, but everything takes long. It's not fast enough, right? But um, anyway, we were working on it. And you're right, we need to manage the visitor industry. I am not of the position that we need to get rid of it because it provides jobs for working families and, um, and, and it helps, you know, helps our future generations sending them to college or doing whatever they do. Um, it pays a good wage from what I hear from ILWU union and the different unions that service the, the industry. Um, and um, it's very valuable. So altogether, we need to, you know, manage our visitors, manage the visitor industry and um, create other industries along in, in tandem through the work of organizations like MEDB or, um, and, and partnering with strong nonprofits like MEO, Maui Economic Opportunity, um, which helps, you know, you know, many, many families in, in many ways. I can go on and on, you know, talking about all the different um, organizations, but what, what we really need to do is plant the seeds, work forward and figure out, you know, what the next steps, again, Government never has enough money, but we certainly can help with partnering. And I think that's what we're very good at. It's nice to hear um, that that you you have that nuanced view with the visitor industry, that it's not an all or nothing sort of thing. Yeah. And just yesterday, I, I interviewed another one of your council colleagues, Councilmember Tamara Paulton, and she sort of said the same thing, that not to get rid of tourism industry, but to use it to help uh, promote other economic drivers. And it's it's really nice in in a time when there's a lot of rhetoric about, you know, how we hate visitors and, and we want them gone. To, to hear council members talking in, with more nuance and, and sense about, you know, you can't just, uh, it, it reminds me of Wile E. Coyote standing on a tree limb and sawing it, you know, saying that he hates the tree limb. Uh, it's, you know, we're, we're asking for trouble. Now, now we've, we've gone into the more policy-minded questions, and, and these are supposed to be short, consumable interviews, but I want the, the listener to get a sense of you as a person. So I want to ask a few kind of rapid-fire, more, you know, get-to-know-you questions, if you don't mind. Okay. Oh, so this is fun. All right. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned your, your high school friends before. Where did yeah. you go to high school, and what was the mascot? Oh, God, Baldwin Bears, man. I still cheer. And we have a Baldwin High School uh, commissioner or somebody coming before us. Go Bears, go. You know, so I graduated in 1971. Um, Jason, I was the class president. I was. Of course. <laughs> and that. And I was a head cheerleader. How you like that? Um, and I, um, yeah, I, I loved my high school experience. I went off to University of Hawaii, got my Bachelor of Science degree. And, um, and yeah, 
my my life has been you know full with um, great educational experiences but i will tell you that growing up here i'm i feel blessed to be able to say that i still have my best friend from high school here and you know our, our i call them our bhs high school gang we still get together um every year uh, we're in close contact you know not that not that high school hasn't ended but you certainly are grateful to have you know um, that kind of support really a whole lifetime is what is turned it's turned out rare yeah yeah it's it's rare to have relationships that long um mm -hmm. are you a homeowner yes yes i am i'm sitting in it good i i we we love the dream of home ownership so so that that explains why you recognize the value of your realtors yeah um, yeah hey wait i got something else i got to tell you something so my family you know your questionnaire that you had about realtors yeah. So my cousin Greg Kashiwa, who passed away um, earlier this year, but he was Sorry, one. Yeah. Of the, yeah, thanks. He was one of the founders of Locations Inc. So every oh, time I hear um, commercials on the TV about locations, you know, and you know what they're doing, I always think about my cousin, because in the earlier days when he started it, um, I guess I was in high school, but we're like, real estate company. Why would you want to start a real estate company? But he and his friends um, did, and. Um, and I think one of them, I can't remember his name. I think he's still one of the owners. So, you know, they had a great idea. And my cousin used to always tell me, you know why, Yuki? Location, location, location. So I always, when people say that, I think of my cousin, um, uh, my family, um, my husband. We've been married um, over 35 years and we've always been, been homeowners. And it is something that you kind of just grow up thinking, okay, you're going to go to college, you're going to graduate, you're going to get a job, you're going to work and, you know, have a family. And then, of course, you're going to have a home, right? So it's kind of all these things that your parents, I think, they you get indoctrinated as, you know, the way of life. And I've just been lucky that we've been able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what's a book that you love? Oh, so I have a book um, that I like to read when I need to reflect on life um, that comes from my religion, from the Buddhist community. So I pick it up, um, um, Buddhist enlightenments. And I just, it's almost like, it's not really words of wisdom, but for me, it's peaceful thoughts. So yeah, that's, 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 how, I, that's how I, that's how I spend um, thoughts and time when I'm not digesting, you know, the, the county charter or, you know, all these documents that we have to read and testimony. And when I can have some private time to myself, then that's, you know, that's my piece. That's such a great practice. Mm -hmm. um, what, what kind of music do you like to listen to? <sighs> I probably like to listen to um, music that's relaxing. You know, I love the Beatles. I love Imagine. You know, I have such an old soul that, you know, um, you know, that's 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 the kind of thing or, or that's the kind of music that probably, you know, brings me back to growing up as well as, you know, um, John Lennon was my favorite Beatle. And so I would, you know, listen to his music because it does talk about future. And even when I wasn't listen to this, asking me this question, when I wasn't intermediate, a bunch of us would have, um, you know, during recess, we would play the Beatles music and we all got whoever, you know, you know, we rotated, we got to choose whoever, but I wanted to be John Lennon, you know, that was, my <laughs> Beatle. so we used to make our own equipment. We used to shake our heads. We used to do <laughs> Anyway, that is adorable. I love that story. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I know that's how, you know, when you're young, you can do all kinds of 
fun and crazy things, right? But I, I really oh, do. you can still do it now. Any <laughs> <laughs> that being in the council, it's like being um, crazy things. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, well, council member, thank you so much for your time um, and and for for doing this interview. Um, I want to give you one last opportunity to to say whatever you want to say to the Ram community, and then I'll, I'll stop recording. So so please finish us out. Yeah. So what I want to say to you is, if there's a project that is before us that you support, please don't let only Jason Economou come and testify in your behalf. Although when he does speak, I always listen because and and you always. Um, you do a lot of good research, so that's why I read your testimony, because it's not only words and, and emotions, but you do your research and you have data to support it. So important. But your RAM community, please do come and testify, because when a project is before us, like the one that we just saw, it was, you know, filled with a lot of um, uh, passionate neighbors that, you know, they have reasons that they're experiencing to the problems of traffic or whatever it is. But I certainly, we certainly would like to hear of a, a, a diverse, more diverse, um, um, I guess, testimony or testimonies, you know, to projects. Because otherwise we just, we'd really hear a lot strong testimony on one side. Then we have, you know, Jason Economo pop up or, you know, you know, different organizations, but truly, this is about community. This is about how to make it better. And if, if your realtors can see other aspects of it, please come and testify. Your voice is so important to me. Yeah. Excellent. And um, before we leave, do you have a campaign website that people can go to, um, yeah. to, to learn more about you? This is, this is the first year in a, in a minute that you have a challenger. So, so let's get the campaign <laughs> info out there. Hey, I have two challengers. You know that, right? One is a realtor and one is um, from the Ohana coalition. So I have two real, I have two opponents. I have a primary and I have a general and the, the website that I have is my name. So it's yukilesugimura.com. I will tell you that anybody who runs against me, it made us just ramp up our campaign. So we are, we are out there doing our best we can. I hope to win um, the primary elections coming up on August 13th. And then the top two contenders will move forward to the general. I hope I can be there as, um, you know, being there uh, through the general and then being your next council member for the next term. So I'm working really hard and um, I would love to hear from you. My number is 808-870-8047. I always tell people my number and you can send me a text message. Please leave me your name. Otherwise, I won't know who I'm talking to, but I love to hear from people. I really appreciate your input. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much. That was uh, Council Member Yukile Sugimura. Yeah. Thank you.